You're listening to the Voice of Encouragement radio show with hosts Angela and Jamie Lingerfeld. We hope by the end of today's show, a smile is on your face and hope is in your heart. Happy Sunday. I want to talk to you today about um, the flesh and the spirit. And I, I want to say that, you know, we have an enemy and we have the spirit of God and we have our flesh. And I think a lot of times we look at our, our flesh or we blame the enemy rather for a lot of things that are simply God's enemy, which is our flesh. We give the devil too much credit sometimes because we don't walk in the spirit. We walk in our flesh and the Bible says that our flesh is the enemy of God. When we're in the flesh, we can't please God. We, we have to be in the spirit of God and in faith. Um, some of our greatest battles could possibly be due to the fact that we're walking in the flesh and not in the spirit. Amen. Um, you know, Jesus said that if you want to be my disciple, you must deny yourself, you must take up your cross, and you must follow after me. So he gives us keys in how to overcome walking in the flesh. To be able to overcome walking in the flesh, we have to deny ourselves. Correct. We have to pick up our cross, and we have to follow after Him. When we when we deny ourselves, we cut off the access that the the power of the flesh has over us, because then we are able to walk in the Spirit. And the Bible says that if we will walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. There's a lot of things that the flesh lusts after. But if we're walking in the flesh, then we've made ourselves an enemy against God and an enemy against the cross. So by denying ourselves, we can walk in the spirit and not fulfill the things of the flesh, not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And when we walk by the spirit, we are actually it can be the most freeing thing. It's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. Uh, When we walk in the spirit, then we're not relying on our abilities. We're not relying on the abilities of of ourselves. The the Bible says that cursed is the man that trusts in man and makes flesh his arm, makes flesh his strength. The flesh is the things in our ability and the things that we rely on that are of ourselves. But if we rely on the Spirit of God, it's so freeing because we have we have denied ourselves. We don't walk in the flesh. We don't walk in the things of of our natural self. We rely on Him, and therefore the outcome is up to Him. Right. And the freedom is through the Spirit, and the power is through the Spirit. Even like praying for people and believing for the miraculous, we don't. We don't. If if we pray for people and we don't see the things that we think we're going to pray for, we we can just say that we're walking in the spirit and that that we give that over to God because when we walk in the spirit we can trust that as children of God because it says that we we can say Abba Father when we walk in the spirit and things don't happen that we think should happen then we know that we can trust because right. because it's his perfect will whether the answer or the outcome is the way that we think it should be we don't have to be concerned about that if we're walking in the spirit because we know that we can trust that he's a good father he's always faithful he's always loving and maybe maybe our view is not 
you know, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. So we just have to submit to that and trust in that, that we're walking by the spirit and that even though we don't get the outcome that we think or he doesn't do what we think we should do that we can still know that he's a good father and that he's doing what is best for us and for the other people and that he's got reasons why he does or doesn't do things but we can walk in the spirit and trust him because God is love Amen. and the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy and peace in the Holy Spirit so in order for us to walk in the kingdom of God to live in the kingdom of heaven we have to be submitted to his spirit and then we have righteousness joy and peace we have peace to know that that God has us and that God has those ones that that we love you know the Bible talks about that our dwelling places and everything he has us kind of framed in I'm paraphrasing there but he has our our allotted places and our dwelling places predetermined that each one of us and so trust and walking in the spirit go hand in hand because we can always trust the spirit of God to do what's right amen yes that's good baby and then we can live and move and have our being in him when we're walking in the spirit we don't have I don't have to be afraid I don't have to be ashamed I don't have to to um, trust in my ability I can trust in God's ability through me and it may be a different expression than you or than you but God wants to use each of us to be an expression of the Holy Spirit in this world and he uses us just like our our fingerprints are different he uses us differently but it all comes back to reconciling man toward God and people to one another. It's yes. all a, a ministry of reconciliation. And you and I are both in the same boat. M- ministers of reconciliation, whether you're a pastor or an evangelist or a, a mom or a dad or, or a sister or a brother, whatever you are, we're all called ministers of reconciliation. And we can only really attain to do that by walking in the Spirit. Good. And it's so freeing because the pressure's not on us. The only pressure on us is to deny ourselves, to pick up our cross, and to follow after Him. And the Bible talks about what is the greatest. The greatest, what it, what is the greatest commandment is to love the Lord God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. When we when we love God like that, it's like when we uh, when we meet a spouse or have someone that's a friend that we love. We want to spend time with that person. We want to get to know that person. We want to. We want to bless that person. Well, that's the same way we should be with God. We should want to know Him. We should make time for Him. We yes. should want to learn the things of God. Because ultimately, he's, He loves us. And ultimately, He wants the best for us. And He will never fail us. So why wouldn't we want to spend time with Him? Why wouldn't we want to deny ourselves? Because he, Jesus come as being a servant to all. Yes. You know, and that is the greatest. Through humility, then we can be lifted up. Jesus will lift up the humble and exalt the humble. And when Jesus lifts us up and exalts us, it doesn't matter what other people say. Exactly. And we can walk right. in the Spirit. It allows us to be able to walk in the freedom of that. Uh, and walk in power. You know, um, the Bible says that the the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And a lot of times through the weakness of our flesh, it actually tries to empower the flesh 
Me, myself, when I get tired, when I haven't had enough sleep, when I've denied myself from eating, sometimes my my flesh is weak, but it wants to rise up and it wants to be ill and it wants to be uh, grumpy and things like that. You know, and each one of us have, have different weaknesses of our flesh. That might not bother you. Jamie can go without sleep. I, myself, you don't want to be around me if I haven't had the proper sleep, you know. But but through the Spirit, we can overcome those things. We can we can deny ourselves, and only, but only by the Spirit of God can we walk in love, have peace, have joy, and be the righteousness of God That's in right. Christ Jesus. That's right. um, the more we live in the flesh, the more our heart becomes hardened. It becomes calloused and it becomes hardened to the things that we want. You know, in order to be able to forgive somebody that's hurt you, somebody that has abused you, somebody that has portrayed you, we have to be able to walk in the Spirit. You know, we, we because if our flesh rules us, then we're going to have unforgiveness and hatred and all the things that, that come as a result of living in the, in the flesh. Um, but praise God, we have victory because yes, because Jesus Christ, when he left, he said, I'm going, but I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm not going to leave you orphans. I'm going to send my Holy Spirit and he is going to be your helper and he is going to be your counselor. So so there's good news. It's not news that we can't overcome because we can, by the spirit of God, overcome walking in the flesh and living in the flesh. And it allows us to be able to surrender, to be able to surrender and to be able to deny ourselves. The power of the Holy Spirit enables us and allows us to be able to do that. Yes, but amen. That's so good. And the enemy, the enemy already knows that you are defeated if you walk in the flesh. If you walk in the flesh, your flesh, like I said earlier, is an enemy of God. And so he, all he has to do is to get us to walk in our, our flesh so that we fulfill the desires of our flesh, which therefore births sin. And then he doesn't even really have to do anything but just leave us to ourself and our flesh. You know, so he is one in our lives if we don't deny ourselves and take up our cross. You know, uh, one, one of the things that when I was studying and, and looking up some of the scriptures that, that I heard um, was that... Um, Peter said, I wouldn't, I won't deny you. Jesus was about to be betrayed and he, and Peter said, I won't deny you. And I, you know, I will do this and I'll do that. And he was talking about, uh, Jesus was telling him he was going to have to die. And he said, no, no, no. And, and Jesus told him, he said, get, get thee behind me, Satan, because you're not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of man. Walking in the Spirit allows us to be able to see the things of heaven, the things of God. The, the, the ones that went on before us, they looked toward a home that they didn't have. They looked to a reward they didn't have. How could they do that? By the Spirit of God. They yes. weren't looking at the natural things. They weren't using their logical mind and their logical eyes. They were walking in the Spirit. And so I don't believe that 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 Peter had turned to Satan necessarily per se. I, I believe that Jesus was telling him that the flesh and Satan was as the things of man and that that's what Peter was walking in. He wasn't being mindful of, the, of heavenly things. He was seeing as a mere man sees. And so uh, 
Jesus was rebuking him. So we have to be able to to see when we're not walking in the things of heaven or or the the way of the spirit. This isn't our home, and we cannot, you know, um, we can't look at the time, even the time that we have here on earth, to even compare to what eternity is going to be. You know, so we have to have eyes to see the unseen. We have to have eyes to see the eternal of where we will spend eternity, and that has to burn in our hearts and a desire to love God and to to want that and not only for us but for our loved ones and for those that don't know him for those that are trapped in fleshly things because they haven't seen the things of the spirit and they don't know the word of God they don't know the spirit of God and you know Jesus said that there were some standing there that would not taste death until they saw the kingdom of God that was made possible as they saw the kingdom by the spirit they would be able to see not as man sees but as God because of the kingdom of God is in our hearts the kingdom of God is in it because the the kingdom of heaven is righteousness joy and peace and the Holy Spirit we have the Holy Spirit living in us we have a taste of heaven and a taste of of, uh, the kingdom of God living within us we just have to be able to as Jesus said, deny ourselves, pick up our cross, and that enables us to be able to walk in the Spirit. And as I was talking about earlier, when we humble ourselves and when we deny ourselves, then we enable Jesus to be able to say, come up higher, friend. He has a place for you guys to come up higher. Love never fails. And a lot of times we feel uh, we feel like we need to present our case and we feel like we need to make people know where they've done us wrong but really ultimately if we know that God knows everything he sees everything and if we will allow him if we will deny ourselves and allow him to be the victor in our lives then we don't have to worry about those things we don't have to present our case because he is already the warrior that defeats every foe and we can trust that love never fails and if we walk in his love that he'll always turn things right for us He will take and make the wrong things good in our life. And even if it's not the way we think that that he'll do it, he will still make, he's still faithful to make things good in our life for his, for his glory and for our good. He always turns things for our good and, and his way and in his time. That's so encouraging to me. It's encouraging to me that I don't have to defend myself. I don't. I now. I don't have to. Uh, I don't have to take a stand against wrongs because even Jesus was betrayed. You know, look at everything that everything that we go through. Jesus has been through in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And much much of the time, I look. It's to an even greater extent. Look at look at the betrayal that he suffered. Look at the the rejection that he suffered. All knowing that he was going to go to the cross. You know, he asked the he asked the disciples to to sit and pray. And I think that's really really key. But he also knew when they come back and they were asleep that 
that the flesh was weak. Then he never condemned them about that. He just said, could you not watch? Watch and pray. Why did he want us to watch and pray? So that we would not fall to temptation. He knows that that's the way that we can have victory day to day, every day. Watch and pray. Look. See what the Spirit is doing. See what the Spirit wants us to do. And therefore, we can have victory on a daily basis. But it's going to have to take spending time with Him. Being in love with Him. And making a place for Him in our heart, mind, soul, and strength. I love you guys. And it's a pleasure to be able to speak to you of something that is burning in my heart. And I do have to say that what is burning in my heart, God is working in me. And that's such a good thing. You know, when God shows us things and does stuff in us, it's a wonderful thing. And it's even more beautiful to be able to share it with the body of Christ and see how maybe just one little thing might speak to your heart and help you to have a love and a burning desire in your heart for what the Spirit of God is leading you to and what He wants for your life. Because each one of you here are still here because God still has purpose for you. He still has a plan for you. And His plan for you is of peace and not of evil to give you a future and to give you hope. Well, that was really awesome. I'm really thankful. What a great encouraging word. Uh, I thought it was good. Did y'all? thought it was really awesome. And I appreciate you being willing to share. You know, we all have uh, grace and more grace to share in certain places as ministers. But um, I really was uh, blessed that Angela wanted to. I preached real, real hard. I preached a message. Real, I was. Uh, I preached in Jefferson at 8 a.m. Sunday morning. And so I was going to let Angela have an opportunity because she's supposed to be leaving for India in a couple of weeks, providing that um, you know we continue to receive resources to do so as we're believing. So I've only got I've got just a couple, probably about about seven or eight minutes. So I'll just share some a little bit with you of what God's been putting on my heart. You know, uh, more than anything, the Bible says those that are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. And more than anything in the world, I see two types of things that two intentions and two things that greatly influence our choices one is faith and the other is fear and i have truly realized and more than anything in the world that you know faith expresses itself through love and fear expresses itself through bondage and i have seen so much here lately where people are you know even people that go to church are so bound up and they have no liberty and no peace and no freedom and you know, uh, faith always ultimately leads, it, it yields and eventually always leads us to the path of freedom. Because freedom is what love is. It's giving you love regardless of choice. When God says, I love you no matter what your choices are, what you choose, I would rather you choose the right things because I know that choosing righteous things you know, will lead to righteousness and choosing sin will lead to death. But again, I love you regardless of your choices. Now, it, the outcome turns out different and our circumstances next season are based off of our choices. However, God's love is never based off of our choices. I think a lot of freedom comes in just simply realizing that everything that God promises us and everything that God will do for us is all based off of who He is and not who we are. So it brings so much freedom to us. Yes, He wants us to do what the right thing but he wants to do that through demonstrating what is right to us and also through revealing himself to us you know that's that's his motive he uh he's from the show me state he shows you and it says do like i do <laughs> right jesus said if any man comes to me he should hear my sayings do them and teach others 
In other words, it's that that's his heart is that we follow him. I've never known God to be really good at, you know, the Lord. He don't he don't much like being led by me. But now he does like me to follow him. And so more than anything in the world, you know, one of the most simple things, but it's so difficult sometimes to do is trust. Because trust demands that you believe everything about what he's going to do. And sometimes the only way to really get rest and peace in our mind and rest in our soul is through faith. We just have to. Re- and when we release it, we immediately feel better because now all the pressure is off of us and it's on him. And, you know, honestly, his shoulders are big enough, but ours were never meant to be big enough for us to carry the burden of everything. Our choices are important, but ultimately his choices and the choices he made as far as the cross and those things really have a lot more precedence on our lives if we make an effort to follow God and if we make an effort to choose God. But at the same time, you know, we don't want our liberty. We've been given liberty, but we can't actually access peace and joy in any of the things of the Spirit except through faith. Through truly trusting that God will do what He says. You know, uh, the Bible says, without faith it is impossible to please God. That he that comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who seek Him. So the reward of seeking and the reward of faith is finding God. And when you find God, He then demonstrates how we are to live life and how we are to talk to people. And He uses the Word, He uses people, and He uses our kids, and He uses our life to show us more and more. You know... When you receive liberty, then you have even more accountability. Because, you know, you can use the liberty. Liberty of the Spirit was meant for two things. Freedom is meant so that we can serve other people in love. But you can also use liberty as an occasion to the flesh. In other words, once you've been given liberty and you have received freedom from God, whether it's a daily in prayer, going and worshiping, or, or just talking to other Christians, however God really imparts freedom to you, now you've got a, now you've got a choice. Do I take this and do I find a way to use this freedom to help other people or do I do what I want to do with it? You know, it's like resources. You know, resources come in our ministry. Well, you know, we're left with two choices. God has given us liberty and trusted us with funds. Do we use the funds for us or would we use them to help people? You know, we're just, so we're given this. Now, obviously, He trusts us more than I trust me sometimes because He really believes we'll do the right thing. And we don't always, but for the most part we do. And it's just simply learning that love, you know, the whole point of freedom was never meant to be something so it's self-serving to us. Freedom was meant to empower us to serve others through faith and in rest. And more than anything, you know, we enter rest by faith, but we understand God's ways. The way He handles things. We understand those ways from rest, not from act, trying to access rest. Bob says we labor to enter into His rest. Once we enter into His rest, and we no longer are trying to work to please God, but we now will do things out of the fact that God, we know and hear that God's pleased with us. Because of what Jesus did, God is pleased with us. We don't have to perform. You know, one of the more, anything in the world that humans try to do is prove themselves. But you know, you don't have to prove anything to God. He loves you just like you are, and He's on your team. He's on your side, and He only wants what's best. You know, more than anything nowadays, people want a lot of different things. You know, I... I, I like I, I always thought you know I hated shopping right 
I hate shopping. I hate, well, you know what I figured out is, you know, I don't go to the store as much and, and I work from home and then we homeschool and then I rest a lot between because I, when God says go, we go, 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 preach in different places and traveling. So I've learned to value rest as far as natural rest and spending time with my kids and spending time focusing on Him and not ministry. But more than anything in the world, you know, I've always been opposed. Then I realized one day, the other day, I thought, you know what? I do shop. I shop online. I look at I look at guns. I don't ever buy anything. And I thought all of the things that I have been so hard on my wife about or been, you know, because women go, they go shop, you know, they go look around for three hours and buy nothing. And I'm like, what, what was the point in that? Well, you know what? I have found that I have, I have started doing the same thing. I go on, I look at everything I want. I don't ever have the money to buy anything. Or if I do have the money, I don't have the free, I don't feel okay with it, you know? Uh, when you when you watch over God's money, it's a whole lot more accountability. And I don't want to ever use something God meant for someone else for me. But I look online, I look at guns, you know, and I think, well, now, you know, that's a nice, that's the new pistol for 2019. I like to look at that, and I go look at it, and I think, man, I'm doing the same thing I criticized my wife about. And I thought, well, that's what you get for judging people. You judge people, women, because they go shopping, and then turn to ride around and do it online. But because it ain't in a store, so to speak, we don't see it as being the same. But in reality, in God's eyes, they're both the same. Neither one are sinful. But you just sometimes we're so quick to be critical of others until we realize that that sword cuts both directions. <laughs> and then we're sitting there going, I'm going, my God, I'm just as bad as they are. You know, and I'm thinking, oh, Lord, <laughs> I've fallen. You know, I've fallen from man into. And I, <laughs> I said, God, I told you, if you left me with five women, counting the dogs, six, seven, if you left me with four women and all the that eventually. I would fall to women. I said, if it, I would become like them. I told you, if you leave me here and all these ladies, I'm going to end up acting and doing like a lady. And no matter what, my, no matter what sex I am, but I have realized in time that that to be true. But just because we've been trusted with liberty, it, it's liberty is, is not for exalting us. Liberty is to exalt Christ. And to bring freedom. You know, more than anything in the world, people have a lot of actions and do a lot of things. And there's a lot of stuff going on in churches. But ultimately, if it doesn't make people free, it's not really benefiting the kingdom of God. And when I was going to say some other thought too about the kingdom, and that is this. We access rest by faith. When we access rest through the faith... Then we begin to understand the ways of God. And through the ways of God, we begin to understand the principles of the kingdom of God. But all of that has to be accessed by faith first. And then when we put all of our trust in what He's done, not that we don't make an attempt to pray. We pray so that we can release our faith into what He's done. But when we, we realize that it's, the, it's faith that allows us to come to that place of rest, then from rest, we're not looking at what we're doing. Right when I rest, I'm not watching myself do something. I'm watching other people. Like when I go home, I sit in a chair and I rest. I watch them clean. And they always seem to be clean right in front of the television. But I quit complaining because television, the house needs clean. But my point is this. I learn more about them by watching them than I do cleaning the house. Because I, I learn things from about people. You know, one, one of the biggest screw-ups of a young ministry years ago is I never realized how valuable understanding and learning other people was. You know, when it when you're young minister and a young man, it's always about you. When you get old you start realizing, hey, this Jesus was about everyone else. And then you start realizing, man, I I learned it wrong for 20 years of my life. Now I got to learn the next 20 how to how to do it right. 
The hope is, me and Angela's greatest hope, though, is that our children. But I, I learn more about people by making an effort to watch people. And I think we learn more about God by coming to a place where we slow down the busyness and we slow down all the fast pace and we begin to sit and just ask the Lord to teach us His ways. And then when we begin to understand His ways, then we start understanding the Bible and the kingdom, the principles of the Bible. But ultimately, this is just a book without the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God allows us through faith to access revealed knowledge, not just Bible knowledge. I love my Bible. I read it I read it all the time. But ultimately we have to put our faith and trust in what Christ has did that the Bible records. Our faith is not in the action as much as it is in the person. Because the character of God ultimately is what you will what you will rest your faith on. Our foundation as Christians is built off of, of knowing of God's character revealed. Because if we don't believe that Christ really lived sinless, then we have no freedom. We have to trust in His character. So I wanted to encourage you more than anything in the world. Uh, the Lord told me a long time ago about natural rest. Natural rest. You know, He told me I, I had a hard time sitting still in the house and resting. And I've learned over time how valuable it is. Especially when there's going to be a go again here real short, you know. But... I've learned the value of rest and I've tried to, to encourage Angela in the same way of knowing how valuable it is. But you learn more about God by being obedient to that to what God asked of us and what God desires from us. And more than anything, I found out God just wants us. He just wants us. You know, God did God created man because he wanted somebody. And so anytime you feel like that you're not wanted or you're not accepted, it's not God. Because ultimately, God created a man for a friend. He wanted someone to talk to. And He wanted someone to be good to. The garden was perfect. I mean, it, it, this world is, is not perfect, but that's not God's fault. That's sin's fault. You know, God ultimately never designed it to be like this. That's why there's times where things don't work out the way we you know, want them to. But they do work out eventually. So I wanted to encourage y'all and let you know how much I love y'all. And, and me and Angela, we love y'all guys. We appreciate you. appreciate y'all coming. And all of you are a part of our life and our heart. And y'all are all a part of the body of Christ. If you're a born-again believer, you are a part of us. Whether we're here or not. The African man is a part of your family that's a pastor, even if you do not know him, because he is a part of Christ's body. And one day, in heaven, when all this world's finished, it will all be put together. And we, we already are members of one another. But when we die and we go to heaven, we truly become joined to each other in a way. So everything that goes on in your life does affect me. Just like I told Angela, you know, I know her a, a little bit. Um, I don't know women, I know her personality. And I know I've watched her and I can tell things about her. She doesn't have to tell me she's discouraged or exhausted. I just I can tell. And when she's tired, it affects me because I start wanting to try to compensate so she's not exhausted anymore. Or try to make sure I get the kids to the side and go, hey, if you got any brains, you will do the right thing. <laughs> and don't give your mom a hard time. If I don't know if y'all can tell, but your mama's tired. You know, more than anything in the world, we learn about God from reading the Bible and from watching God. And I, I really do appreciate y'all, but just know this, you're not, you're not someone that is not a part of things. You're a part of the body of Christ regardless of where you live and what you do. 
And we love you. And when, and when y'all hurt, it affects everyone. When my, when Angela is having a, a bad day, it affects everyone. When two women are having a bad day, it's very dangerous. If you get three, it's like nuclear threat type. I mean, you have to call the Pentagon for an instruction book on how to deal with three la- <laughs> how to deal with three ladies who are all mad at each other. <laughs> the other day, you know, the, I think I finally I have invested a lot of time in, in winning over the only male in the house, and it's the little Jack, Jack Russell. And we have three girls. And a, and a hound. The hound is the smarter than all of them. But we have the little male. Well, finally, he's gotten to where he don't want to sit with nobody else. And the other day, one of them tried to make... You know, he's little, but he his, he thinks he's big. So they tried to make him do something, you know. And he snarled up and bit the crap out of one of them. And I told him, I said, I told you, you cannot manhandle a man. You know? <laughs> but I have... I, I guess I told Angel the other day, he quit sleeping in the room with her. He sleeps on the couch with me. When that, Wherever I am, he sleeps. And I told Angel, I said, what did y'all do? To that dog, because he stayed in there for five years. Now all of a sudden, he want nothing to do with him. And I told him, I said, I asked him, my dad I said, "What's wrong with you?" I said, "Them girls are going to be nicer to you than me anyway." You know, I talked to him the other day, and I said, "Well, I said I tried. I told you I complained a lot about the ladies, but they're not as bad as I told you. You probably want to go back in there." He won't do it. He don't want nothing to do with them. And I told him, I said, now he's going to aggravate the crap out of me all the time. <laughs> but I guess that's what I really want anyway. That just goes to show you. <laughs> Animals are cr- they They're so hard to understand them. One night, you know, and, and they never they always stay with me. The, the, and I told him, I said, you go back in there. I don't want you all over me all night. I'm trying to sleep. You know, but... All right, I'm done. I've been meddling the last 10 minutes anyway. Okay, I'm going to close in prayer. Father, Lord, we just thank You. We just offer up this time to You, Lord. And I just thank You for whom the Son has made free is free indeed. So we thank You for freedom today, Lord, in all of our lives. And God, we just pray that You lead us down the path of freedom, which leads to righteousness for Your name's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed today's show. To find out more about The Voice of Encouragement, find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash V-O-E radio. That's V-O-E radio. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next Sunday morning at 1030 on WSGC 105.3.